Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler. Plus, an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, I have to think if you are at Petco Park or anywhere watching this game, this game from the beginning was just fun for Padres fans. Uh, we already have a call on the line, so Vince, you stay there. But I heard Vince talking to Brian, and Vince was t- talking about how great tonight was. We'll come to you in a second. If you want to call us and uh, join the show, please do 833-288-0973. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan after a Lopsided 13 to 3 win over the St. Louis Cardinals. Chris Paddock goes four innings. He only gave up one earned run. He struck out two while well, he was only he only gave up three hits. Chris Paddock had another performance in the right track. So that's three in a row, I say, that looked pretty good from a Padres fan standpoint. And if you're Jace Tangler and if you're uh, if you're any of the coaching staff, you have to feel good what you saw tonight from Chris Paddock. Adam Wainwright was coming off of that game where he went eight and a third innings in Colorado and was looking like he had turned back the clock. But tonight it was he uh, the the. San Diego Padres batters were no match for Adam Wainwright. He gave up six earned runs in four innings, three home runs. And then let's talk about Tommy Pham. How does he feel right now after the entire start to this season has been pretty lackluster? And I think that he would admit that. Uh, I know that he would admit that. We heard A.J. Preller with Ben and Woods talking yesterday about how he's always on the field taking uh, batting practice or he's doing something defensively, and he's always trying to figure out what's going on with this game. So you've got to feel good for Tommy Pham tonight hitting that home run and getting his first on the year. Uh, two RBIs for him. He uh, is now up to 192, but... I know that's not great. I know it's not great, but at the same time, when Tommy Pham is finally on the board with a home run, you you know that he could build off of that. And in fact, that home run um, against his former teammate Adam Wainwright. So Tommy Pham coming into the game was two and two for two against Adam Wainwright, and after he is three for three with a home run. So I don't think Adam Wainwright wants to see his friend Tommy Pham in the the batter's box any longer. We're waiting on. Uh, the head coach or the manager of the Padres, Jace Tingler, to sit down with the media and talk to him about some of the things that went on tonight in the game. But uh, until then, we're going to take a few phone calls, 833-288-0973. Want to hear from all of you here. Matt Scraby with you on the Padres postgame show. Let's go out to our guy, Vince in Chula Vista. He's not actually in Chula Vista. He said he's leaving downtown right now. Uh, Vince, I heard, I overheard you talking to Brian. You said you had an outstanding time tonight. What, uh, what, it, what was going on? Yeah, I got to tell you, it was, um, you know, just as you would imagine, right, 13 13- the three over the Cardinals, as good as they are, it was a heck of a lot of fun. And the reason, the reason why, you know, we have five major players, well, four really starters that are out. And what we saw tonight was how deep the, the, the Padres really are. When you have Nola playing first, he went deep. Kim went deep. And you just talked about Tommy Pham going deep. 
when Tommy went deep, all all the, the, the folks around me, we were all saying the same thing, go get him, go get him. And he absolutely just hit a rocket to left. And it, it, it's um, just imagine when we get Taddy back, get Hosmer back, get Myers back, Profar back. Um, it, it, and one of the things I said to my son as we were watching the game, it's starting to come together. And, and it absolutely feels that way that, it, that it's coming together for this team. And um, anytime you could beat a team like the Cardinals, 13 to three, that's a heck of a lot of fun. Absolutely. And so uh, as, as as always, Matt, thanks for thanks for having time for me when I call in. Of course, really appreciate you guys. And um, so uh, so yeah, on my way home to Chula Vista. Not there yet, but okay. Get close. All right, well, drive safe, Vince. Make sure you get home in one piece and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you for the phone call. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. And, you know, I didn't even get the – Vince touched on I didn't even get the touch on it, but uh, Hassan Kim hitting a home run. Austin Nola is uh, – he's probably never going to want to go back to be a catcher again after tonight. He's playing first base for the first time this season, and he goes three for five with six RBIs and, and a home run. So Austin Nola – turns it around today. Uh, Hassan Kim, the more playing time Hassan Kim gets, the better he gets. And the better in he's already great as a defensive player, but the more at-bats he gets, he's starting to find his groove with this uh, Major League Baseball pitching. It's got to be difficult coming from the KBO and, and trying to figure out what in the world you're doing in the box when you're kind of getting limited at-bats. But Hassan Kim went deep for his second of the year, so everything was working for the Padres tonight. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen, and I know Jesse and Tony said it on the broadcast, I don't think we've ever seen a position player coming in to pitch for their team in the bottom of the seventh. And that's exactly what happened when Matt Carpenter, the second baseman came in for the uh, Cardinals to pitch. And basically all they did was said, please let us get to the end of this game so we could go home tonight and we can regroup and try tomorrow. It doesn't matter though, because I know coming into the game, the uh, Cardinals were trying to, I think they were trying to win four weekend series in a row, but this time, uh, it's not going to happen for them. They The Padres stopped them by winning these first two games, and so they have won the series, but they still have another game tomorrow that they have to win if they want to sweep. All right, let's go back to the phones. 833-288-0973. I am so happy to see Kathy calling in. Kathy, how are we tonight? Well, I mean, is that a rhetorical question? That's yes, crazy. it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Obviously doing great. I mean, it always irritates me when – Padres fans talk down about players, you know, with fam and Paddock and stuff. You know, they're your they're your team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes they don't play great. Back them up. I mean, come on. You know, you still have to root for them without putting them down. I know sometimes they make it difficult, but mm-hmm. you know, it's nights like this that make it make me happy that Sam got it done. Paddock's improving every single game he's in. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I've always liked Paddock from the from you know two years ago when he first started. So I'm happy to see that he's starting to come around, and hopefully things will continue. Hopefully, I'm going to be down there next Saturday night at the game against the Mariners. Hopefully, nice. we'll have a good game, and most of the guys will be back. But you know, if I have to see the team that's playing tonight. I won't be too upset about it because they're doing really good too. So Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate the phone call, Kathy. And you're right. It, I know that people get on players for, for not performing well in the first part of the season or not doing what they what everybody's used to. I, I have this working theory in my head and it's more of um it's more of like I, I don't know how true it is, but I it makes sense to me and it makes sense to some of my other friends that People are expecting video game numbers from some of these players. And uh, and when you look at the Padres on paper, you see a great team. You see a World Series caliber team. And, yes, they are a World Series caliber team. But sometimes it takes a little bit to gel. Sometimes it takes a little bit to get into the groove of a full season. And I know uh, I'm not trying to jump ahead and say they fixed everything. But you got to think that taking, as Tony said at the end of the game, Taking down the Cardinals in two straight games with the way that they were playing coming into Petco, that is an impressive feat, not only for a full-strength Padres team, but also for a 
uh, quote unquote makeshift Padres team. You get you have guys like Kivlahan. You have guys like Brian O'Grady. You have guys like uh, I, I'm forgetting who else. Uh, Tucapito Marcano and all of these guys are contributing and they are doing what they can to maybe just fill the time that they need to fill before everybody else comes back from the COVID IL. Uh, we have a couple more phone calls. I'm waiting on Jace Tingler. I think he is ready. So let's, you know what, let's go to the the manager, uh, Jace Tingler, and hear what he had to say, and then we'll take your phone calls after that. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jace Tingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm seeing a lot of progress with uh, Chris. Uh, love the way his fastball's playing. Love how aggressive he is with it. Top of the zone, the bottom of the zone, the changeup. I think the curveball is a pitch that's developing um, and, and improving. Um, you know, he threw a couple of those little cutters uh, tonight. But the main thing is uh, the way the, the fastball is carrying uh, through the zone, through the glove. Um, I'm seeing uh, a, a lot of progress right there. Wanted him to get through the fifth and and, and uh, get a chance for the, the victory. Uh, but – Going into the night, I was thinking 70, 80 pitches, um, you know, 84, just uh, as much as I want it to, to, to happen, uh, wanted to do the right thing for him coming off. And um, it feels like he's progressing to, to uh, every time he's touching the ball, it's, it's this much better. And that to me is progress and improvement and want to make sure he keeps going that direction. So much on offense, uh, guys who hadn't been slugging before. What, what are you most pleased about, or if you could go through that, be it Fam, uh, Kim, Nola, huge nights. Yeah, Nola, the the huge night. Tommy getting us um, um, getting us on the the the, the scoreboard uh, there early. It's nice to see Kim, you know, connect. But uh, it was everybody tonight. It was. Uh, I, I I don't remember a game. Um, in a long time, I don't think we had a position player strike out. Um, you know, I think uh, we, we, our two punch outs came from the the, the, the pitcher spot, um, but we knew uh, Wayne Wright was going to be competitive around the zone. We knew, um, you know, he he, he was going to make pitches, and we we're going to have to find ways to barrel him up. And um, I thought our guys were ready to hit tonight, and uh, um, you know, stayed uh, disciplined throughout the night. So. I, you know, what can you say is a, a lot of guys contributing tonight in a lot of different uh, aspects. Um, but, you know, I think Nola, um, you know, one of the highlights for me, Manny barreling balls and, um, you know, really all night. But uh, just uh, the overall team um, competitive at bats was great to see. The last two nights couldn't have been more different. Both your team was able to demonstrate the kind of offense it is. Like how much did, was that uh, validating in terms of your guys' offense. Yeah, no, it's – we know um, – we know we've got a very good offense. We've got good players. Uh, the guys work. We, we work on our, our plate discipline. They're working on the swings all the time. So we know, um, you know, that, that, that our baseball is in front of us. But it's, it's nice to see over the last week just how we're starting to move the baseball a little bit, you know, in the zone and – um, you know, to, to stay on the fastball. So uh, we just want to keep the momentum and keep it going. AJ Casaville. Jason, you get some of these guys really going, like Bam and Nola and Kim. What could that mean when some of those other guys come back, just in terms of the depth that I know you've wanted to see from your lineup this season? Yeah, it's um, – the more guys we have playing well, I mean, obviously uh, that that improves your chances of uh, of playing winning baseball. And so – um, you know, we think it's important that uh, we we just continue to improve as a group. It starts individually. Uh, the more guys we have kind of getting it rolling, um, you know, collectively, and we we know we're going to have a chance to, to to win games, especially if if, um, you know, we're playing the offensive approach and, and having the, the at bats we're capable of um, really all year. Um, for the most part, love the way we've pitched it. Uh, we're really hard to score on um, when we're playing good defense. 
Uh, but but when we keep the ball in the ballpark, because we're, we're we're athletic, we can take care of the ball, we can defend. So, you know, like I said, I've, obviously we get the the offense going. That's going to help a lot of things, and uh, they're starting to show some signs of uh, of turning the corner. And and um, you know we've had a, a couple good offensive games now. Yeah, that's definitely right. Matt Scraby here with you on the Padres post game show, ninety seven three. The fan Padres win thirteen to three over the Cardinals tonight. Uh, Miguel Diaz gets the win. Adam Wainwright gets the loss. And uh, Jay Stingler sounding more and more happy every time he talks to the media after after the games because it's starting to it's starting to click for this team. And it's kind of weird that it's starting to click without any of the big time players like Tatis and Hosmer, but. I, I'm not going to complain. Who's going to complain about that? Padres are now 23-17 and 17 on the year. All right, real quick, before we go to break, we're going to go to the phones. Tom in San Diego. What's on your mind, Tom? Oh, hey, Scraby. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm going to take you off speaker real quick. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, oh, there hey. he is. How you doing? Good. What's your mind? Well, I just wanted to say um, I agree 100% with what Kathy had to say earlier mm-hmm. um, about how you have to support the guys. And it was nice to hear Tingler um, talking about how the performance was from the the group. And the reason I called was I think it's it really demonstrates what a great actual team that we have. Good point. You know, they can pick it up like they can lean on like Kim. Anyway, I'm not going to run on about it, (laughs) but uh, I just think we have a great team and I think they play like a team. And uh, so that's about it. All right. All right, Tom. No, I appreciate your phone call, Tom. You're making good points. Uh, It is a team effort throughout a baseball season. We say it all the time on Gwen and Chris, and we've said it so many times that I'm just going to keep saying it, but it's going to take everyone for the Padres to make a deep run in the playoffs. It's going to take AAA players, AA players. It's going to take whoever they call upon to come up and uh, and do what they're supposed to do when they when they need to. And that's what they did tonight, and that's what they've done the last couple nights. I mean, they're four and one since the uh, they're four and one since every everybody went on the COVID IL since they started that series in Colorado. So that is just when I know that a lot of fans were thinking before they went into this little stretch where uh, they weren't going to have their star players, it, it kind of got a little dicey in your head. But now you're looking at it, and it's not looking too bad. So they're going to go for the series sweep of the Cardinals tomorrow. We're going to take a break real quick. When we get back, we're going to take a we're going to look take a look at the highlights. We're also going to see if we have any more phone calls, and then we're going to co- talk to Coach John Quintera about tonight's game. The Padres beat the Cardinals tonight, thirteen to three. Miguel Diaz with the win. Adam Wainwright with the loss. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres post game show on ninety seven three The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres post-game show on 97.3 The Fan. 
Back here with you, Matt Scraby, the Padres post-game show here at the Odyssey Palace. And uh, we have a lot of highlights to go through because the Padres scored 13 runs tonight. The Cardinals only scored three. They even put a position player to pitch, Matt Carpenter, in the bottom of the seventh. So let's waste no time and let's check out everything that happened tonight. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by Eco Water SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. Well, Chris Paddock had a stress-free top of the first, only giving up a single to Paul Goldschmidt, and we talked about it in the pregame. Run support needs to happen early for the Padres, and it did. In the bottom of the first, with Tommy Pham up to bat and Jake Cronenworth on after working a walk, this happened. Here's a 1-1 curve, hung it, and Tommy hits it well out to deep left. O'Neal going back, looking up, going to go! Tommy Pham with his first home run of the season, and he gets it against the Redbirds. Goes deep against Wainwright, ends that scoreless inning streak, and most importantly, puts the Padres in front 2 to nothing here in the first. Uh, that has to be huge relief for Tommy Fan. We've already talked about it. And, and his first home run, getting breaking through, it's got to be just such a good feeling. His former teammate and Fred Adam Wainwright does not want to see Tommy Fan at the dish. Uh, Tommy Pham is now 3-for-3 three three against him with a home run. Paddock went 1-2-3 in the top of the second, but in the bottom of the second, Hassan Kim, who came into the game hitting safely in three of his last four games and had an RBI in three of his last five games, well, Kim had something to say about that. Cardinal starter tomorrow, Kwang Young Kim from South Korea. Here, Hassan Kim hits a fly ball to deep left. O'Neal going back, leaps at the wall, can't get it, gonna go! Another home run! Second of the big league career for Ha-Sung Kim. He gets Wainwright. And the Padres have homered in each of the first two innings. Right-handed hitters pulling him out. Bam in the first. Kim in the second. Three to nothing, San Diego. And uh, the Padres threatened some more, reaching on two singles, but the solo home run would be all they could get. Chris Paddock walked Dylan Carlson in the top of the third, but no damage was done. To the bottom of the third, Jake Cronenworth got the inning started with a single. Tommy Pham walked. And with two men on and no one out, Austin Nola did his best to help with run support. Here's Nola, first pitch swinging. Sends one to deep right towards the corner. Carlson going back, looking up, going to go! A three-run homer and the third home run in the first three innings. Six to nothing, Padres. Austin Nola goes Petco Ports for his first of the season. Austin Nola looking good today. Finally, it looked great, and he was at first base, so it felt feels great for the team. Chris Paddock pitched well enough to be sent back out in the top of the fourth with a six-run lead, and he got allowed out by popping out Nolan Arenado, but I may have jinxed the Padres before the game because I said in pregame, Yadier Molina has homered in every National League park except for Petco and Coors Field, and, well, that has changed. Two balls and two strikes. The pitch from Paddock is hit well in the air to deep right. O'Grady going back on the warning track. He is just about at the wall. Leaps up. Going to go. Yadier Molina has just homered at Petco Park for the very first time. An opposite field solo shot with the Cardinals on the board here in the fourth inning. It's 6-1 to one Padres. How baseball is that, that the only park in the National League that Yadier Molina hasn't homered in is Coors Field, the one park that you're supposed to homer in and everybody has homered in. But uh, that is uh, another check mark off for Yadier Molina. Paddock, he did not panic and got the next two batters out pretty easily. Jake Cronenworth picked up another hit, but otherwise nothing going for the Padres in the bottom half of the fourth inning. First innings, the Padres did not. The first inning, the Padres did not score in tonight. Miguel Diaz relieved Chris Paddock after a good start for him. Jay Singler said before the game he wanted to keep Chris Paddock between seventy and eighty pitches tonight. Well, he kind of did. He threw eighty-four pitches through four innings, so that may uh, he allowed three hits, one run, one walk, and two strikeouts, and he ended up with. Uh, I believe he ended up with. I had this stat of how many strikes Paddock had, and now I can't find it. Fifty-one. That's what it was. Fifty-one. So Miguel Diaz in for him. He walked one, but otherwise got through the inning without trouble. Adam Wainwright was also done for the night as Junior Fernandez took over, and Wainwright was nowhere near his eight in the third inning last time out. He went four innings. He gave up eight hits, six earned runs, walked three, struck out two, 
and gave up three home runs on 92 pitches, 52 of those strikes. The bottom of the fifth had nothing going on for the Padres, and the score was still 6-1 to one in favor of them. Top of the sixth saw the co-pest of the game do it again. 2-2 pitch, hit well out to left center field. Andrioli racing back into the gap, running out of room, looking up, going to go. Nolan Arenado hits another home run here at Oak Park. Second straight night he's done that. And he is now homered here more than any other visiting player. Second home run of the night for the Cardinals. Fifth home run in this game and a 6-2 Padre lead here in the sixth. That's exactly why Jesse and I said good riddance. Hit <laughs> out of the National League West. He hits this Padre team well. Specifically, he hits well here at Petco Park. Well, other than that home run by Nolan Arenado, nothing going on for the Cardinals. The bottom of the sixth saw the meat of the lineup for the Padres and Junior Fernandez on the pitch, and he probably wishes he wasn't called up earlier today because the Padres hit him pretty hard. Andrioli walked. Trent Grisham singled to right on a 109.1-mile-per-hour liner. Then Manny Machado came to the plate. First pitch to Manny, lined into center field and a base hit. Andrioli will come in and score. One run is back, and it's 7-2. to two. That was off the bat at 110.4 miles an hour, and that was it for Junior Fernandez. Patrick Kivlihan pinch hit for Miguel Diaz, and he gets a highlight on the postgame show because why not? Three and two now to Kivlihan. Here's the pitch with the infield halfway in, and the ground ball up the middle. Diving attempt, Edmund can't get it. Into left field for a base hit. Grisham has scored. Machado will stop at third. Padres have gotten both runs back. Kivlihan a pinch hit RBI single and an 8-2 to two lead here in the sixth. And uh, Kivlihan getting that 8-2 to two lead for the Padres. And Austin Nola, he probably likes playing first base because he was at bat once again with two on. Runners on first and third, one out. Here's the pitch. Nola out in front, hits it well down the left field line. O'Neal racing over. Can't get there. Falls down in fair territory. Manny has scored. Kivlihan will be held at third. Nola into second with an RBI double. It's 9-2 to two in the sixth. And, oh, that line was a moving, and O'Grady extended the lead to 10-2 after a slow roller to uh, second, scored Kivlihan from third. To the top of the seventh, Pierce Johnson in for Miguel Diaz and promptly gives up a home run to Harrison Bader. Padres still led by seven, 10-3. That was all the Cardinals could get for the top of the seventh. In the bottom of the seventh, the Padres put up three runs, but the real story here was that they brought in second baseman Matt Carpenter to pitch, which to me is the ultimate can-we-please-end-the-game-now move. And, uh, I think that's what they were doing there. They're throwing up the white flag. Top of the eighth saw to Bill Krismat take care of business. He did hit two players with a pitch, but it was a quick inning. And then top of the, or bottom of the, the eighth inning, there was uh, nothing going on for the Padres, really. It was, at this point, everybody was just trying to go home without injury or anything crazy happening. So that would be it for the Padres. They would go on to win 13-3 to over the St. Louis Cardinals. Final totals for them, the Padres uh, had 13 runs on 17 hits, and, and uh, that is the first time they've had 17 hits since 2016 at home. And the Cardinals, they had three runs on six hits. So complete domination for the Padres today. And uh, I can't think of uh, another win so far this season that has been so convincing, especially against a good team like that. So that was everything that happened tonight. But let's talk with uh, Coach John Cantera right now. He is on the station 97.3 The Fan from noon to three weekdays. Coach, I mean, that was uh, that was a not a barn burner, the complete opposite of a barn burner. Uh, it was a very nice uh, night at the ballpark for all the fans that came out. I mean, the Padres jumped on the Cardinals early, never let them up for air. They were out 6 nothing. Paddock gives up the home run to Molina in the fourth inning. But after that, it was all Padres. I mean, uh, the Cardinals ended up hitting a couple of more home runs. Uh, Arenado got one there in the sixth. Bader got one in the seventh. But nonetheless... Uh, Padres pounding out the 17 hits, uh, 13 runs. Uh, just a, a great team win, and it was really cool tonight, Matt. You know, you know, I've been around baseball a long time, and you know, I always pull for these guys that have, you know, been stuck down in the minor leagues. And it was really cool tonight to see uh, Kivlihan and Andrioli and O'Grady all uh, play a part in this victory tonight. Uh, I feel good for those guys. Yeah. Did you have you ever seen a position player coming in in the bottom of the seventh to close out the game for that for the opposing team? Uh, you know, I don't know if I can remember offhand. I can tell you the last uh, several years we've seen more and more of these position players uh, coming in uh, into ball games. And, you know, when you take a look, Matt, when, uh, go ahead and take a look at the uh, the box score right now for the pitchers for the, the Cardinals tonight. 
down there at the bottom, Matt Carpenter, an inning and two-thirds, <laughs> uh, or an inning and a third, yeah. uh, two hits. He hit a couple of batters, but he's the only pitcher. He was the most effective Cardinal pitcher tonight. He didn't give up any runs. That is a great point. I'm looking at it right now. You got <laughs> Wainwright, Fernandez, Webb, and Woodford. And, yeah, Matt Carpenter was throwing up 58 mile an hour. On the stat cast, they say it's a curveball, but I can't really think it's a curveball. It's just they don't know how else to classify it, I don't think. No, you know, and you know what, when you're a hitter, I, I remember, you know, being in college and, you know, you might be blowing somebody out and they'd bring somebody in. And, you know, when you're a hitter, I, I don't care what level, when they bring in a guy that's a non-pitcher, the, the hitter can't win. I mean, if you get a hit, everybody's going, well, you should have got a hit off of that guy. And then if you pop it up or, uh, God forbid, strike out, I mean, you go back to the dugout kind of hanging your head. You could have, you know, three hits in a game, but you could let a position player get you out as kind of a downer. But I thought Carpenter, you know, he's a good competitor. He's really struggling. He's kind of at the end of his career, hitting 111, 0 for 2 tonight, having a tough go there with the Cardinals. But you know what? Uh, the, by putting him in there and him having a little success, uh, it kind of kind of alleviates getting blown off the field tonight by the Padres. And I would expect tomorrow night in that nationally televised game, Cardinals are going to be ready to play. I would expect so because uh, tonight it was the, on the TV side, it was on national TV as well. So they kind of got embarrassed tonight. Let's talk about Trent Grisham and Jake Cronenworth a bit. I mean, Tr- Jake Cronenworth picks up another three hits. He's up to 289 for the year. Uh, and Trent Grisham is, uh, he also picked up another three hits and he's up to 305 on the year. These guys, uh, I mean, Cronenworth went through a little bit of struggles there, but he's, he seems like he's found his, his way. He's righted the ship. I mean, how important really are these guys for the lineup? Well, they're huge. I mean, Grisham's a big part of this ball club, and I think Cronenworth, you know, uh, he got off to a good start, then he went into a little bit of a tailspin, but now he's back really doing a great job. I mean, not only did he go three for four tonight, he had a walk, he scored three runs. Uh, Those two guys are doing a great job. Another guy that I want to talk about tonight, when you look at his line tomorrow uh, in the paper, you're going to go, oh, Manny went one for four with a couple of RBIs, but you know what? Manny Machado tonight just absolutely hammered the baseball. He lined out to Arenado. He had that sacrifice fly that he torched to left field. Uh, of course, he had that uh, big hit early in the ball game uh, to drive in a run. I mean, Manny's hitting 236, and quite frankly, he could be hitting 296 right now. He's hit the ball really, really hard. He's hit in a lot of tough luck, but he continues to have a great approach. And, and I go back uh, to the, la- the last game on that homestand before they went up to San Francisco, and Manny had the night off, but they got him a pinch hit. There were two outs. Uh, in the last inning when the Padres were going to bat, and I'm going, I hope he gets a, in a bat here because I don't want him to have to wait all the way from Tuesday night to uh, Friday night. They got him that pinch hit bat on that Wednesday. He got a base hit to right field, and ever since then, he's been swinging the bat awful well. He has been swinging the bat awful well. And uh, just uh, just one more thought from, from you I want to get from you is, uh, Tommy Pham, do you think something like tonight is a game that could turn him around and try to get him to get back on track for the rest of the season? Because I have to feel like that home run, even though he may have not been outwardly thinking it was huge, he probably was jumping for joy inside. Well, I'm sure there was a lot of relief. I mean, he hadn't had a hit home run. Uh, he's only had, until tonight, I believe, seven extra base hits in a Padre uniform. Uh, I thought he swung the bat real well tonight. Tommy Edmonds stole another hit from him. If you recall, mm-hmm. Edmonds made yeah. a great diving play in the hole and was able to get up and make a throw to second to, to force a base runner. I think Tommy's swung the bat a little bit better. I still think, Matt, he, he takes a few too many fastballs. I don't know. You know, when you're struggling – you start tinkering a little bit with your mechanics, which I, mean, I think that the tinkering he's done has actually been good. I think it's been beneficial. He's uh, kind of gotten away from that leg kick. He's just kind of picking that front foot up and turning a little bit to keep that front side in, which I think is a, a very good adjustment by him. But, again, I think sometimes when you're struggling, uh, at a certain count you may think, well, this guy, you know, the scouting report says this, and I'm thinking that. And before you can pull the trigger, a guy throws a fastball, you know, on the corner or right down the middle. And, you know, you got to be ready to hit every pitch. You can't be guessing up there, but hitters guess all the time. But, you know, hopefully he'll continue to, to get better because, you know what, the Padres, when they made that trade, you know, a couple of winters ago. I mean, this guy was a key piece. The, mm-hmm. the key piece in that deal now is Jake Cronenworth. We're just hoping we can get something out of Tommy Pham. And if he can get back even close, close to what he was with St. Louis and Tampa Bay, 
we're going to be okay in left field, but he's still got a ways to go. But tonight was a nice uh, uh, another uh, step forward for him because not only did he have the home run, he, he hit the ball hard another time and should have probably had a hit. Also had a walk and scored a couple of runs tonight. Yeah, everything. I mean, there's nothing really we could say that was bad for the Padres tonight. Everything was good. They only they didn't score in three of the uh, nine innings, so or eight innings that they had in that bat, which is something that they haven't done this year. But you also have to feel really good about some of the guys that have been brought up, Kivlin, uh, O'Grady, some of those guys. Like They have been filling in for some pretty big-name players, and I have to give them credit for not, you know, not – Stinking up the joint, for lack of a better term. <laughs> well, I mean, O'Grady's got minimum uh, experience at the big league level. You know, he broke in a few years ago with Cincinnati uh, and then uh, spent uh, just a brief time with Tampa Bay last year. I think he had five at-bats. Coming into this year uh, in big league baseball, he had 47 career at-bats. Kivlihan, uh, you know, this is a second, doer, uh, a second tour of duty with the Padres. And, uh, you know, I, I feel good for those. Andrioli's played a little bit with the Boston Red Sox. But like I said when I first came on, you know, I always pull for these guys because I know how tough it is down in the minor leagues, Matt. And, you know, when these guys get the call, I mean, they're, they're grinding. It's great for them. It's great for their families because a lot of these guys have been in the minor leagues for a long time. They've had to sacrifice a lot, but they want to continue to try to uh, reach their dream. And so anytime these guys get called up, I'm always pulling for him, and, you know, I'm waiting for Yvonne Castillo to get his first major league hit. He drew a walk tonight. Maybe tomorrow he'll get his first major league hit. Absolutely. I love seeing stuff like that. All right, Coach, uh, thank you so much for the time tonight, and uh, you'll be on with the postgame show tomorrow after that ESPN Sunday night baseball game. I'll look forward to it, and hopefully we're talking about a sweep, and I'll be very excited about being on the air at 12 o'clock on Monday, uh, hopefully uh, talking about maybe the first-place Padres are only half game back of the San Francisco Giants right I like, now. I like the sound of that. Thanks so much, Coach. Have a great night. <laughs> All righty, Matty. Thank you. It was Coach John Quintero with us here, breaking it down on the post-game show. He is, uh, as you heard, he is live weekdays from noon to 3 here on 97.3 The Fan. So he'll be talking about everything coming up on Monday. I know we have a phone call, but I'm getting, I'm so late for break that we cannot do that. We'll take the phone calls a little bit later. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. But for now, we're going to go to break, and on the other side, we're going to name our player of the game. That's all next on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby back with you here on in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan Padres postgame show. We got a couple phone calls, so stay right there on hold. The Padres uh, win their second straight against the Cardinals, 13-3, 17 hits tonight for the Padres. Good stuff. Miguel Diaz gets the win. He moves to 2-0 and on the year. Adam Wainwright gets the loss. He moves to 2-4 and on the year. Chris Paddock, we're going to hear from him in the uh, clubhouse sound section. He went four innings tonight. He gave up a home run, but he did strike out two, only one earned run, and each time he starts, he gets better and better and better. So good to see that out of Chris Paddock, and uh, good to see that out of the entire Padres lineup tonight. All right, let's check it out. What are we going to name the play of the game? Well, I think I have many choices, and I don't know yet. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game. Presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. Here's a 1-1 curve. Hung it, and Tommy hits it well out to deep left. O'Neal going back, looking up, going to go. Tommy Pham with his first home run of the season, and he gets it against the Redbirds. Goes deep against Wainwright, ends that scoreless inning streak, and most importantly, puts the Padres in front 2 to nothing here in the first. And as you heard, that was Tommy Pham. He started the scoring with a monster two-run shot that went 381 feet, and it was 102 miles an hour off the bat. 
So uh, we have to make the play of the game, Tommy fans, home run, because right when he hit it, I was like, ooh, I wonder if this is going to be a great night for the Padres if Tommy Pham is hitting home runs, and he did, and it was. So everything started with that home run. I have a feeling that they're going to have a big old party in the clubhouse tonight for Tommy Pham and some of these other guys. Love to see that. Hopefully that starts him in the right direction for the rest of the season. Um, should we do clubhouse sound first? Okay, we'll do clubhouse sound, and then we're going to go to your phone call. So, guys, hang on. Frank and Danny, hold on. We're going to go and uh, hear what Chris Paddock had to say to the media after tonight's start. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Is there something you're doing differently? Is it that you finally have legitimate confidence in that pitch because you're using it quite a bit in different situations? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, mostly over the past couple of weeks, I've really dialed in that pitch, um, throwing program, working in it on my bullpens, and then it's transferring over to the game. Uh, I think that that's, that's going to be a weapon for me, uh, especially these past past couple starts. I've noticed that, you know, I'm able to use it to certain hitters, certain counts uh, to steal a strike as well as, you know, I think that pitch is going to be able to open up a lot of different weapons for us, um, as well as we can read, read hitter swings. And, you know, there uh, in San Fran, I was able to get a swing and miss. So, you know, it, it, that just shows me that, you know, I'm going to be able to get guys out with it. How did you get the fastball conviction and back? And, and how much does that have to do with the way that it's playing right now? Yeah, I think uh, – you know, honestly, the mentality of, of you know, here it is, um, you know, see if you can hit it. I really think that that's something that, you know, I, I, we talked about it last interview, something that clicked. Um, and I really think that that's it, is getting back to that mentality of, of my stuff is better than you. And I think a lot, of, a lot of successful pitchers in the league, that's probably their mentality, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, starters. But overall, um, I think – you know, it obviously helped, um, you know, facing the Cardinals first time since, uh, you know, letting up six runs there in the first game of playoffs last year. Uh, that was in the back of my head. So I guess you could say it was a little redemption, um, you know, try to make it personal tonight. But, uh, you know, it, it's good to see that my hard work's paying off with the with the fastball and the curveball. That was Chris Paddock with the media post game, and I was thinking about that a little bit about how he started against the Cardinals in the playoffs last year, and wondering how much he would use that for motivation in today's game. And he said that it was motivation. So whatever you need, Chris, whatever you need to pitch like that and pitch uh, better and better each time you go out there. The um, I, I love it. I love it. So keep doing what you're doing. All right, let's. Take some phone calls now. Uh, if you want to join us, 833-288-0973. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan. Let's start with Frank in Oceanside. Hello, Frank. How's Saturday night going? What's on your mind? It's absolutely fantastic. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Were you at the game tonight or are you just watching from home? I'm, I'm watching from home. I wasn't able to do it. I had a bunch of things to do, but, like, what an impressive you know, team win. Oh my God! I mean, to pick somebody, you know, the like you did, Chris Paddock, you know, the player of the game. I mean, you can go through the whole team, right? I mean, mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah, you could definitely. I, you know, from Kim to Cronenworth to Grisham, Manny, of course, Manny, and everybody, uh, the whole pitching staff. I mean. This is incredible. I I just, oh, my God, I remember in 1987 when I moved to San Diego, I said, oh, my God, I'm going to a really better ball club and everything. I lived in Orange County, so I thought, oh, man, I'm going to really go to a good ball club and everything like this. This is a dream right here. Mm. I mean, really, you know. No, it is. It is. I appreciate the phone call, Frank. Thank you for calling from Oceanside. Yes, it is a dream. A lot of Padres fans, we've talked about it so much leading up to the season. They have been waiting for this, and it didn't start out as quickly and as hot as everybody wanted it to start out, but at the same time, 
you know, this slow burn towards where they're at now is all worth it. I mean, they're they're twenty three and seventeen on the year. They're two. They just won two games against a very good St. Louis Cardinals team with. Out, Fernando Tatis Jr., Eric Hosmer, Will Myers, Jorge Mateo, and Jerickson Profar. A lot of a lot of good stuff to take from tonight. Uh, Thirteen to three, seventeen hits for the Padres. Most hits at home since 2016. So lots of good stuff there. All right, let's go to our uh, another phone caller. Uh, this this says Danny in Illinois. Danny, is, are you really in Illinois? Danny. Danny in Illinois. Oh, yeah. hey, what's up, Danny? Thanks for calling all the way from Illinois. I appreciate it. It's Denny. Yeah, I've, I've oh, Denny, Denny, coach. sorry. Denny, yeah. I've called in the coach several times over the years, but uh, I think the comment I have tonight, and I, I, I almost died last night. I'm in Illinois, right? I'm, I'm, I'm oh. 108 when, in the morning when the game ended. Oh, man. <laughs> but the, com- the comment I have tonight is, you know, we're giving the players a lot of credit, and they certainly deserve it. But I want I want to do a cheer out for, uh, for Jace. Because he's managing this team. He's, you know, Tatis has gone down twice, you know, kind of long, medium term and whatnot. But he, he's taken everything he's gotten, using it to the best possible advantage. And it's working. It is. And I, I just hope that continues. What, what, uh, were you originally from San Diego, Denny? I was in a fighter squadron at Miramar. Ooh. In the, starting in 67. I became a Padre fan in, uh, in 69. You know, I've been with him all, all, all the time, I was so thrilled to see a no hitter this year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it's a, it's been a joy. It's been a joy. Uh, my my folks lived up in uh, uh, San Marcos. Uh, I, I after I was out there for my service, uh, kind of convinced them to retire out there. So now <laughs> I spent a lot of time in there. Yeah. yeah now yeah, I want to yeah. ask you questions. Uh, what what you were a pilot? You said. No, no, I wasn't a pilot. I was I was service. I was an electrician doing okay. radars and guns and all that other kind of stuff and. Uh, Started with uh, was BF one twenty four, which became Top Gun. Oh yeah, uh, the year after after I left out of there. I'm I'm but a huge aviation nerd, so we could talk all day, Denny. But thank you for your service oh. and thank you for the phone call tonight. Thank you, Matt. All right, have a great night. Uh, if you want to join us, eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. I'll talk uh, conspiracy theories. No, I'm just kidding. We're we'll, we're going to be talking Padres baseball the rest of the post game show. Um, I want to point out this real quick before we go to break and that would be the Padres hitting with runners in scoring position tonight they were six for 13 so much better than usual usually I'm looking at a a number that's one for 11 or two for 15 or something like that so just under 50 percent for uh, the Padres with runners in scoring position tonight good night for the Padres good night for Padres fans Good night for everyone all around. Good night for Jay Stangler. Good night for Chris Paddock, Tommy Pham, Austin Nola. I can keep going on and on. Grisham, Cronenworth, Machado. I'll stop now because we need to go to break. But the Padres win 13-3. to They take down the St. Louis Cardinals for the second straight game. And when we get back, we are going to name our player of the game. We're going to look around baseball a little bit and see what's happening. Uh, there was a big injury that happened to the Dodgers tonight. So we're going to update you on that. And we're going to tell you about what Trevor Bauer did. I know, Trevor Bauer. That's all next here on the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. And who knows when we're going to see Denelson Lament next. We heard before the game with Jay Stingler, he was talking to the media, and they asked him about that, and he said, I'm not going to tell you, but it's probably going to be really soon. So tomorrow would be five days of rest since he last uh, pitched against the Rockies on Tuesday. So maybe we'll see him in relief. I know that Dennis Lynn tweeted out earlier that that might be an option. So who knows? But uh, I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show on 97.3. The fan Padres win 13-3 to over the Cardinals, move to 23-17 and on the year. Chris Paddock should have gotten the win, but he did not. He only went four innings. Miguel Diaz will take the win for him, and he moves to 2-0. Adam Rain- Wainwright. I have a really hard time with that last name. Wayne Wright falls to two and four. I see you on the phone, Zach, so stay right there. But first, we're going to name our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. Here's the 2-2 pitch. He waits on it, lines it into left field. O'Neal coming in, can't get there, falls in front of him for a base hit. Two runs will score. Big night for Austin Nola at the plate. And now a 13-3 Padre lead here in the seventh. 
And Austin Nola, I'm sure he wants to play first for the rest of the season after tonight. He went three for five with six RBIs in his first home run of the year. You're probably wondering why we're not playing his home run right there. Well, you're going to hear it in just a few minutes because we have the home run tally in this this segment. And uh, so Austin Nola is our player of the game. The first time I've named him player of the game, and I think the first time really he's been named player of the game for the season after what he did tonight. I mean, multiple players with multiple hits, but six RBIs will do it for uh, at least for me to name you player of the game. So if you're if you're out there and you're a player and you're driving home right now and you want to get on the player of the game post game show, have six RBIs and and I'll put you on there. So that works out for me. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick and uh, check in with Zach. How's it going, Zach? What's on your mind? Hey, just an observation. It seems like Jake is almost becoming an afterthought. You know, oh, he's a cute little guy. He got three hits, and we're celebrating. Tommy's first homer, it's got to bug him or it bugs me. You know what I mean? You're, you're saying that Jake Cronenworth is bugged by us talking about, maybe bugged by us talking about Tommy Pham over him? Well, just in general, throughout the season, he's been remarkable. Sure, he had a slump, but he seems to be undervalued or. I see. I see what you're saying, Zach. I do. I, I think uh, Jake Cronenworth seems to be the kind of guy. To me, he seems to be the kind of guy who do, who doesn't mind flying under the radar a little bit because it, 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 it. When at the end of the year, when you're looking at the stats and everything, you're like, "Whoa, Jake Cronenworth hit what 305, and he had you know, 15, 16, 17 home runs." But I think more people want to talk Tommy Pham just because it's easier to talk about someone who's struggling over someone who is not struggling. And seeing Tommy Pham hit that home run tonight is why we're kind of going a little crazy because uh, he has not had many highlights this year. And so when someone does something that deserves us to talk about it, we will. But I do see what you're saying a little bit, Zach. I do see what what you're saying about that. And I don't think Tom, or uh, Jake Cronenworth in any way possible is uh, angry about the talk going elsewhere other than him. But um, y- you could be on to something. I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's there, but uh, Jake Cronenworth is a full-team player of the Padres, and the couple times that I've been around him with Tony and Chris, he seems like that guy. He he. I remember sitting down in spring training when we were allowed to go to the spring trainings, and it was in uh, right before 2020, right before everything shut down. And we, we were kind of talking before we started recording the interview, and he was like, you know, I, I just want to do what I can to get on the field. And this was before Eric Hosmer got sick in that 60-game season and Jake Cronenworth had. He was forced into the lineup. So there's lots of things that needed to come into play for Jake Cronenworth to get into the lineup itself. But now that he has uh, taken the stranglehold over the second-base position, it made it very easy for the Padres to keep running him out there every day. And, you know, it's also a good thing that you see him struggle a little bit there in the um, – maybe the third, fourth week of the season, and he was going four for 48 or uh, something like that, and I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but he was able to turn it around, and now he's uh, he has three hits tonight. He's starting to go up. His average is up back up to 289. So Jake Cronenworth, uh, he, Padres fans are very, very lucky to have him, and he fits on this team perfectly. Okay, we have a couple more things to do tonight before we wrap up. But first, we need to check out all of what's going on around baseball. Time to check the scores around the big leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard on the Padres Radio Network. The Rays and the Mets were went final earlier today. The Rays trounced the Mets 12-5. to Joey Lucchese takes the loss for the Mets. He's 1-3 with a 9.19 ERA, so... It kind of sucks to see Tommy or Tommy Joey Lucchese, uh not pitching well in New York, but hopefully he can turn it around. They win twelve to five. The Rays scored six runs in the bottom of the eighth. The Twins and the A's uh, were on FS1 in the middle part of the day, and the Twins ended up taking down the A's five to four. I uh, saw Sano hit a three for hit a three run home run for the Twins in the eighth inning, and that put them ahead and uh, put them into a spot where they can close out the game and get the win. Some of the other NL West scores and teams, the Padres and Padres fans should be very concerned about what's going on with the Giants. 
Giants are now 23 and 16, while the Padres are 23 and 17. And the reason they're 23 and 16 is because the Pirates walked it off and they won 8 to 6 tonight in Pittsburgh. So the Giants fall again to the Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pirates are giving NOS teams a fit this year. They have just been all over NOS teams. Not allowing them to walk over them whatsoever. Uh, other games in the in the National League West, the um, Marlins and the Dodgers. The Dodgers won seven to nothing, and the Marlins ended up with only two hits on the night. And I gotta say, it's because Trevor Bauer. You know, for all the talk of Trevor Bauer coming into the year about him being a little bit different and all that stuff. He has been everything as advertised for the Dodgers. He's um, he has a 2.2 ERA on the year. He moves to four and two with the win. He went seven innings tonight. He only gave up those two hits, and he struck out ten. Now he struck out ten, but that was also he also struck out ten in the first four innings of the game. So he didn't strike out anybody after that. But he started this game out like. It was nobody's business. I mean, Trevor Bauer, he said all those comments about being mad that they're losing and all that. Well, you know what? He keeps coming out and he keeps proving that he can pitch and he keeps proving that he can pitch for the big money. He threw 113 pitches tonight. So if you have any worries about his arm, his arm is just fine. And uh, so the Dodgers move to 22-17 and 17 on the year of the 7 nothing win over the Miami Marlins. The Mariners took down the Indians tonight in Seattle, 7-3. to three. The, uh, the Reds and the Rockies, they played a long one tonight. It was a 12-inning affair in Colorado, and the Reds ended up winning 6-5 to five over the Rockies. The Rockies fall to 15 and 25 on the year. The Diamondbacks, the final NL West team of the night uh, on the scoreboard, they were at home to the Washington Nationals and they ended up winning 11 to 4. It was uh, kind of a payback for what happened last night. They were crushed last night by the Washington Nationals. So Diamondbacks get back in the win column with a 11-4 win over the Nationals. The Phillies and the Blue Jays took each other on. The Blue Jays blanked the Phillies. They win 4 to nothing. And uh, I, w- I was going to say Austin Nola, but it's not Austin Nola. It's Aaron Nola takes the loss for the Phillies. That's why I paused there because I knew I was going to say Austin. Braves and Brewers played today, and the Braves were uh, victorious 5-1 to one over the Milwaukee Brewers. Freddie Freeman hits a home run in this one, and it was his 250th home run of his career. The Rangers, an all-Texas affair, were in Houston to take on the Astros. They win 6-5. to five. The Royals beat the White Sox in Chicago earlier today, 5-1. to one. The Yankees beat the Orioles uh, earlier today. They win 8-2 to two over in Baltimore. And <laughs> I need to stop doing this on the website because every time something updates, it jumps it down. But the Cubs and the Tigers, they went to 10 innings, and the Tigers beat the Cubs 9-8. to eight. And in the final game of the night, the Red Sox beat the Angels nine to nothing. And we have some big news about Albert Pujols. He's um, I, I there's sources are saying there's no confirmation should come down on Monday, but sources are saying that Albert Pujols has signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers, and they had a deep talk about what his role will be for the team. And according to John Heyman on Twitter, basically what he's going to be is a very, very, very legendary pinch hitter for the Dodgers. So they're just going to have him sit there on the bench, maybe bring that locker room and the clubhouse closer together, and then when they need him to hit, they can, and he can go out there and he can uh, pinch hit for the Dodgers. Okay, that is it for the out-of-town scoreboard. We have... uh... We're going to keep the phone calls because we're behind on time a little bit. So let's go and uh, tally up everything that happened tonight with the home runs. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres radio network. Here's a 1-1 curve. Hung it and Tommy hits it well out to deep left. O'Neal going back, looking up, going to go. Tommy Pham with his first home run of the season, and he gets it against the Redbirds. Goes deep against Wainwright, ends that scoreless inning streak, and most importantly, puts the Padres in front 2-0 here in the first. Cardinal starter tomorrow, Kwang Young Kim from South Korea. Here, Ha Sung Kim hits a fly ball to deep left. O'Neal going back, leaps at the wall, can't get it, going to go! Another home run. 
second of the big league career for Ha Sung Kim. He gets Wainwright. And the Padres have homered in each of the first two innings. Right-handed hitters pulling him out. Bam in the first. Kim in the second. Three to nothing, San Diego. Here's Nola, first pitch swinging. Sends one to deep right towards the corner. Carlson going back, looking up, gonna go! A three-run homer. And the third home run in the first three innings. Six to nothing, Padres. Austin Nola goes Petco Porch for his first of the season. Three home runs for the Padres tonight, which brings the home run tally to 39 home runs on the season for the Padres. Uh, That puts them in the middle of the pack. Not anywhere near the top, not anywhere near the bottom, but just kind of the middle-ish of the pack. 39 home runs. But it's good to see Tommy Pham get one. It's good to see Austin Nola get one as well. All right, let's take this last phone call before we head to break and close up the show for tonight. Sean in San Diego. What's up, Sean? What's on your mind? Hey, Scraby, what a night, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun stuff. We got the game, or are you watching from home? No, I was actually listening. Oh, listening you were listening? all night, so I've been listening to Tony. Yep, yep, Very nice. yep. So the uh, two comments I have is, number one, uh, and you and Coach Bo said something about how, you know, Machado, oh, he only, you know, he didn't hit what he hit. He just, yeah, everybody's catching him. And, and that's what this team has been doing all season. They have been killing this ball. It's just nobody keeps count of the ones that are caught. You only count the ones that hit the ground and count as a hit. And now that they finally, and that's where, that's the corner we're turning. Is As soon as they start missing the players, all of a sudden we start scoring. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I do. Yeah, and Manny Machado yeah. actually led baseball, or he was at least before the game tonight, he was uh, one behind Ronald Acuna for hardest hit, hits in Major League Baseball this year, hardest batted balls. So you're right there. He's just not finding the spots in the field where it's open. But he just hasn't been finding the holes. The other one, and, and Tony said it tonight, and, and it just cracked me up, and now we have to make it into a campaign. Okay? Okay. So the campaign is, before the end of the season, we have to get Cronenworth to catch. Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. I know that they were talking about it earlier on the broadcast about how he asked Jay Singler if he could play in all nine positions, and Jay said, "No, no." But you never know. I mean, he already pitched this year, and he and they said he would never pitch. So yeah, I, I think great. I think we should definitely try and get some sort of Jay Cronenworth to catcher move at some point this season. Has anyone ever in history played all nine positions during a season? I I believe there is. I don't have it in front of me, but I, I'm I'm sure that at some point someone has done it in the hundred and fifty something years of baseball. But I'm gonna look that up in the break, and then uh, I'm gonna tr- try to see what I can find. But thank you for the phone call, Sean. Appreciate that. Yes, let's get Jake Cronenworth behind the plate. Let's get him to play every position. I want to see it. I think everybody wants to see it. Padres beat the Cardinals thirteen to three. Uh, Miguel Diaz gets the win. Adam Wayne Wright gets the loss. When we come back, we're going to talk about who is the relief pitcher of the game, and we're going to tease what's happening tomorrow. That's all next. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan. This is Dan Altavilla from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to the Padres Post Game Show on 97.3 The Fan. Matt Scraby back with you here on the Padres postgame show. I just looked up for our last caller, Sean, and uh, the the one thing that I could find with uh, very short research time was Detroit Tigers' Andrew Romine played all positions on September 30th, 2017. That was the last one. He became the fifth player in Major League history to play all of them, and the first since former Tiger Shane Halter did it on the final day of the 2000 season against the Twins at Comerica Park. So he played all nine positions. That would be actually really fun to see if I could do that. I don't know about being a catcher, but everything else I'm okay with. Maybe not third baseman either, but everything else I'm okay with. And maybe not first base because I can't catch a pop-up. All right, uh, let's get to our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at sandiegofoodbank.org. 
I mean, there is an argument to be made for Nabil Krizmat. He didn't give up any uh, hits. He hit two batters, but he was too late in the game. It was a completely different game. So we're going to give the relief pitcher of the game to Miguel Diaz, who went uh, he went to two innings. He gave up two hits. He struck out three, and he gave up a home run, but he also got the win for the Padres, and he moves to 2-0 and on his season. Uh, so that is going to be our relief pitcher of the game Miguel Diaz. He's been really good for the, the Padres a few times that he's had to come into the game. Um, when that when he had to make that spot start a few weeks ago and he went those three innings and, and now tonight. So Miguel Diaz, another guy that could help out the bullpen for the Padres. So to wrap up this game, the Padres won 13-3 over the Cardinals. They are 23-17 and 17 on the season. They had 17 hits tonight, which is the most at a home game since 2016. And they had no errors tonight. The As a team, runners in scoring position, they were 6 for 13. And uh, they left 9 on base. The Cardinals, they only had one runner in scoring position tonight, and they were 0-1. They went. Uh, they had left seven on base. They also had Matt Carpenter pitch a, a second baseman, and he pitched an inning and a third at the end of the game, which was actually kind of fun to see. So he um, he's going to have a little bit of fun with his teammates in the the clubhouse tonight. Adam Wainwright gets the loss, moves to two and four after going four innings, giving up eight hits, six runs, six of those earned runs, three walks, struck out two, gave up three home runs. And then Fernandez came in, and he uh, allowed the Padres to extend the lead. He went an inning, and he gave up three earned runs. So tough tough night for the St. Louis Cardinals, but the Padres are going to have a chance to go for this, the three-game sweep tomorrow night, and it's going to be a, a, a 4.08 p.m. game, and that's because it's on ESPN and it's on Sunday Night Baseball. But I know a lot of people on Twitter tonight – we're telling me this, and we're telling Jesse and Tony this, but if you watch the game on TV and you pause it and you listen to the Odyssey app and you or you turn on your radio and you listen to the guys in the booth, you're going to get a hometown feel, and you can you can sync it up the right way. So do, you can do that tomorrow night when you're uh, watching the game. Just mute it, put on Tony and Jesse, and sync it up, and you got everything going for you. For the Padres, they're going to send out Ryan Weathers. We all know how great Ryan Weathers has been so far this season. He is 2-1. He has a .81 ERA, and he struck out 20. And he's going to start for the first time since April 28th when he pitched only one inning for the Padres, and they took him out because of arm fatigue. But since then, he has pitched uh, six relief innings. So he seems to be doing well, and he is going to be on the big, bright stage tomorrow night. And for the Cardinals, you have... Kwong Hung Kim, he's going to pitch on uh, the West Coast during the regular season for the first time in his MLB te- tenure. He's a lefty. He's 1-0. He's been pretty good this year. He has a 2.74 ERA and 24 strikeouts. He's been incredibly effective. He hasn't yielded more than one run in each of his last four starts. So that is uh, is uh, what's happening for the Cardinals. And the Padres can look to win the series with a win tomorrow night and I can't believe it but they could be in first place come Monday morning if the if all goes according to plan and the Giants lose and the Padres win so the Padres uh, if you're a Padres fan let's watch that scoreboard tomorrow because the Giants start at 10.05 a.m. and by the time that the Padres throw their first pitch they will know what they need to do to take over first place